0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to her back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. My name is Lily, I'm your host, and I'm super pumped to just be back on the mic today. I had a guest on last week, so if you guys did not listen to that episode with Jacqueline, you definitely should. It was a good one. She just had so many cool little bits and pieces of wisdom in there, and I think if you appreciate any of our discussions about Just life in your 20s, you will totally love that episode, so go give it a listen. But I feel like I haven't just sat down with you guys in a hot minute. It's been probably two weeks since my last solo episode. I feel like we have a lot to catch up on, and I almost don't know where to start. I've definitely just been riding a lot of different waves lately, and I was planning today's episode, and I honestly wasn't sure what to talk about. I feel like I'm in definitely like a weird funk, And I don't really feel qualified to give advice. Like, do you ever just feel like, maybe it's a little bit of imposter syndrome, but I just feel like I don't have my shit together, but everyone expects me to have my shit together. So I can't come on the mic and be like, okay, these are 25,000 micro habits that I do because I'm this that and the other thing and I have my shit together when I quite frankly feel like my shit is all over the place and it's not together in the slightest (laughs) and I am just like hanging on by a little teeny tiny thread so that's kind of what today's podcast episode is about and I hope that someone out there hears this and they're like Okay, damn, this is what I need because I've been struggling with a bunch of shit too. I'm almost like hesitant to record and even post this because you guys know I never want to come on the mic and be negative. That's the last thing I want is to like pour bad energy into other people's lives. But I think that there's something important about having candid conversations about what we're currently struggling with. And obviously, we don't want to dwell on the negative because that's never good. But I think you have to process what's going on and then obviously come up with solutions. And I'm even going to open the floor to you guys to give potential solutions because if I'm struggling with it, that probably means that I don't have a solution for it. Floors is open. DMs are open. The 8020 group chat is open for further discussion if you guys want to join that. A link to that will be in the show notes. And yeah, I guess let's just go ahead and dive on in. So I'm just kind of giving you a fair warning that although I jotted down some notes, um might be kind of all over the place. First bullet point is that I spent the past two weeks off of posting from social media. And although I hopped on every now and again to scroll, I feel like most of my participation in social media is posting. And I don't scroll very often. I found myself actually enjoying Instagram a lot more because I was just like enjoying what my friends had to say and what my friends were posting rather than worrying about having to post something. I feel like I'm always in this weird in between of like, I have to be creative all the time and I have to make sure that I'm posting so I can stay relevant. But also I don't feel like sharing much, but I still feel like I have to post. And so I'm posting the same shit every single day. And it's like my book and my coffee and my journal. And I'm like, do people even care? But I have to keep posting because I have to stay relevant. So it's this constant cycle of like, I have to keep creating, but I don't have the capacity to keep creating. So I kind of just got to a point where I was like, pressing post is too much for me. Pressing the button that says publish, publish this to... Thousands of people is so much pressure, I cannot handle it. And to finally come to the realization of I'm allowed to take a step back because I just don't have the capacity to share was kind of freeing. So, if you feel like I've kind of been in my way, that's why. Whenever someone says that they're taking a social media break, I always kind of chuckle to myself because I'm like, you don't have to announce your exit. It's kind of like, I mean, everyone always jokes about just doing like an Irish goodbye at a party, like you just leave. And people are like, oh, like, where's Lily? I haven't seen her in a while. It's like, oh, I think I saw her leave like an hour ago. Like, that's kind of how it goes on social media. Like, if you stop posting, no one really notices until someone's like, oh, like, I haven't heard from Lily in a while. Like, oh, I, you know, I think she's taking a social media break. So I never feel like I need to announce my departure. But I think it's interesting to reflect on. Me and social media have a very strong love-hate relationship. And it's something that I'm navigating every single day because I grew up online. And I've been posting my life for like five or six years. I post on social media for a handful of companies. And I'm on social media literally six hours a day. I am just in such a weird spot with it that I like don't even know what to think. And so maybe I'll come and go for the next couple weeks or months. I don't know until I figure out what what's going on there. But social media right now is coming and going in waves for me. I don't really know how to navigate that, to be totally honest, because it's my life. So if you work in social media and you've struggled with like these high highs and low lows, I don't know if it has anything to do with like the dopamine release that you get from posting or what, but if you guys haven't watched The Social Dilemma, you definitely should, because that documentary just explains a lot. But if you work in social media and you found a good way to set boundaries and navigate it, let me know because that is definitely something that I am struggling with at the present moment. This episode of 8020 is brought to you by Every Plate. Dinner time has become so much easier since I started to use EveryPlate. Personally, I find it super helpful to have a meal kit delivered right to my door because EveryPlate provides the recipes, all the ingredients, and I get to do the fun part, which is cooking. And I love to make my EveryPlate meals with my sister. We live together, so we're also roommates. And we just put on a TV show or a podcast episode or music and we just get to cook, and it's always a ton of fun. Most of their meals are ready in 30 minutes or less, but if you want to get dinner on the table even quicker, you can try their new slate of 15-minute or less recipes. Every plate ensures that you never get stuck in a cooking rut because they have 25 tasty and affordable recipes to choose from. So it's really easy to find something for everyone. Every plate meals are 58% cheaper than your average fast casual meal. So it's no wonder that every plate is America's best value meal kit. You can get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com dot com slash podcast and entering the code 8020149. Again, that's everyplate.com slash podcast and enter the code 8020149. Kind of shifting away from social media. Another wave that I am riding at the moment is feeling like I am just going through the motions and living for the weekend. And this is something that I promised myself that I would never be a part of. is like the almost Friday, oh, you know, it's Monday, boo hoo, type of dialogue. And I've found myself participating. So I've made a promise to myself that every day will be filled with something purposeful. And then obviously I got into this deeper conversation of like, okay, well then what is what is purposeful? What does it mean to fill my day with purpose? So I have a few potential solutions. So these are just kind of my bullet points, the things that I like journaled through to try to figure out. And obviously, like I mentioned in the intro, floor is open. If you guys have further suggestions, I'll start a forum in the 8020 group chat and we can just chat about purpose there. But like I just keep playing that Justin Bieber song over and over and over in my head like you give me purpose and like it's not a person. It's never a person. Why exactly is it never a person? Because the minute that you put your purpose in somebody else or even something else, it's always going to let you down. So I've decided that my purpose can't be attached to something or someone because we're all human, right? And humans make mistakes and disappoint one another and that's okay. But your purpose can't be rooted in another person or another thing because, because then what happens as soon as that person lets you down? Or if you put your purpose into a job and you get fired, even say like a social media account... Your Instagram account could be deleted or hacked tomorrow. So I'm not saying what's the point, but I'm saying don't put all your eggs in one basket. This is turning into an episode that I wasn't really planning on recording, but we're just going to go with it. A couple ways that I have decided to find, maybe we'll start to get lighter again here, a couple ways that I have started to find purpose in my day-to-day life. I have started to say yes more. Most of the time when you just say yes to things, especially things that you don't want to do, when you just say yes to things, they typically turn out better than you expected them to turn out because your expectations were already low. For example, there are some people in my office who want to start a kickball league or want to join a, a kickball league. And when they first brought this idea up to me, I was like, I, I don't play kickball and I don't have time for that. And then this little voice inside of me was like, mm, you should probably just say yes because you never know how much fun it's gonna be. It's a very low commitment thing. You don't have to be good at it. And it's an opportunity to just have fun, spend time with some coworkers outside the office, and just do something different out of the norm. Potentially find a new hobby, just like get out of your normal everyday routine. So I said yes to the kickball thing. It starts in two weeks. I'll keep you guys posted, but I think we're making t shirts. Do I think that kickball is going to be my life's purpose? Probably not. Do I think that it will be a fun activity that will fill my life with something purposeful to do on Wednesday nights? Yes. I'm not committing to kickball for the rest of my life. I'm committing to kickball for six weeks and I'm committing to a fun time, a fun social thing because that's what I should do because I'm 22, almost 23, and I'm supposed to have fun. Maybe the purpose is to have fun. Did I just figure it out? I don't know. You you tell me. Weigh in. (laughs) Everybody weigh in. Let me know in the group chat if the purpose is to have fun. Another note that I wrote down is to remember that your purpose is different for everyone that you touch. And a good example of this is that the other day, kind of a fun little personal anecdote here, is the other day I was at the grocery store and just for like a reference point, I am 5'5". So I'm, I think I'm like the average or like maybe like two inches shorter than the average height for women. So I'm 5'5". I'm like not crazy tall. Uh, I was walking down the aisle and and I passed a woman who was significantly shorter than I am and she looked at me and she's like, hey, can you please help me get this LaCroix off of this shelf because last time I got it, it dropped on me. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, of course. Like she's telling me how she like stood on the cart. The cart like rolled away from her. She like really struggled to get it. I was like, yeah, of course I'll grab this LaCroix for you. I'm not tall. I never thought of myself as tall. I don't reach for things, but in this circumstance, I got the LaCroix off the shop for her and then we started chatting. Turns out she's got a cool story, whatever. So my purpose in her life that day was to grab the LaCroix, but it also ended up striking up a cool conversation and we both kind of made each other's days. Your purpose in other people's lives Will differ depending on the circumstances, depending on what season of life you're in, what season of life they're in, what type of setting or environment you guys interact with each other in. So just keep in mind that everyone's purpose, where they're placed, is different. Another thought to kind of piggyback off of that I've been spending a lot of time thinking about how people will come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. We're just quoting Justin Bieber up and down in this episode today, but. Most people in your life are not for lifers, and although that's incredibly unfortunate in the moment, because I'm thinking of people in my life right now who I hope that they're in my life forever, but I just know that that is unfortunately not going to be the case. Most of the time, people will pop into your life, they'll play their part in the plot line, they'll play their character in the plot line, and then they'll leave. And that season will wrap and life will go on and the cycle will continue and that's fine. And maybe later, you know, down the road they'll pop back in. But even if they don't, that's okay too because friendship can come and go on waves as well. So whatever role you're playing in someone's life this particular season, know that that serves a purpose. I think that's important too to remember that this specific season of life plays a purpose too. So I would definitely say I am in a funky, weird very strange season of my life, but I know that this isn't going to last forever. And I know that the way that I'm feeling now is just a wave that I have to ride and it's not going to last forever. So I've kind of just like come to terms with the fact that like maybe this particular season of my life isn't about leveling up. Maybe it's about learning a lesson. Maybe it's about learning a new skill. Maybe it's learning how to handle things when they're being thrown at you at like 10 million miles per hour. One more quick thought on the topic of people in different seasons of your life. I read a quote the other day that said, if you're sitting at a table where you're not being fed, even if you're showing up with a plate of food, you're allowed to politely excuse yourself. When I read that, the first thing that popped into my head was, damn, that's funny because you're actually always the one cooking. Metaphorically speaking, yes. Literally speaking, yeah, I always have people over at my house because I want to cook them dinner that's like kind of a little bit of like a love language for me is like oh come over like you know I'll cook you dinner like we'll just sit we'll eat we'll socialize we'll enjoy each other's company over a good meal I think that when you're in situations where your purpose has expired in someone's life it's important to recognize that and it's important to politely just say you know what this has served me this has run its course and now it's time for me to go So that's a wave that I'm learning how to surf right now is knowing when it's time to go, when it's time to wrap up, when it's time to be like, okay, you know what, this has been cool, this has been fun, but I think we've outgrown each other or I think you've outgrown me or I've outgrown you or, you know, whatever the situation might be, know when it's time to politely excuse yourself. So I mentioned a couple minutes ago that I'm always the one that cooks. I recently have come to terms with the fact that I am always the giver in relationships and I'm always the one that is the people pleaser and accommodating and blah, 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 blah. I put on my Instagram story today ask me questions like I might do a little bit of a life update and I've kind of like woven bits and pieces of life updates into this episode but I never want to like sit down and be like so this is the life update I'm currently doing x y and z and I am friends with a b and c and I am living in blah blah blah." I don't know like I I never want to just sit here and like rattle off fun facts about myself I like to weave them in anyway I'm going on a tangent tons and tons and tons of you said how do I navigate the people-pleasing mindset. And that is something that I'm struggling with. I am forever and always just going back to the drawing board on this one because I feel like it's weird for me. I would definitely say that I'm good at setting boundaries, but I'm also easily convinced moving those boundaries around. It doesn't take much. I like to use this phrase quite often. I'm like, oh, twist my arm. It doesn't take much for me to move a boundary around. I'm just being very vulnerable in this episode. It's It doesn't take much for me to, to relocate a boundary. It does not take much. And so as good as I am at setting boundaries, i mean like, okay, like this is how this is going to go. I would say lately, I haven't been good at holding them. And that's because I want to make sure that everyone around me is having a good time. I want to make sure that I'm not causing conflict. I want to make sure that I'm properly picking my battles and just letting shit go because it's not worth the energy. But when does it get to a point where it's like, okay, everyone else is happy, but then you look in the mirror and you're like, there's one person here that's not happy and turns out it's me. So what do you do in these situations? I turn to Pinterest because that's where I find all kinds of cool solutions to my problems. And of course, I found a quote, and the quote says, if it costs you your inner peace, it's too expensive. Because I think a lot of times, like, we want, we obviously want the people in our lives to be happy. Maybe it's counterproductive for me to, like, start off this episode by saying, like, say yes to everything. (laughs) But I think that there's definitely a there's a line okay there's definitely a line you don't want to say yes and overcommit yourself but also like you want to have fun and like you want to have a good time but you also don't want anything in your life to cost you your peace so I guess it's kind of like a toss-up and you have to make time to sit with yourself and be like okay is this costing me my peace does this align with my values does this align with the vision that I have for the rest of my life does this align with the person that I want to be the person I'm trying to be And if you can't answer those things, I think that you should figure them out and then reevaluate the situation because nothing should cost you your peace. If you listen to the show, you know that I often look to the ocean to make sense of things. I look to nature to make sense of things. I grew up on the water and it just makes sense to think in terms of the ocean and water and whatnot. So focusing on riding the wave that's in front of me, focusing on navigating the highs and low tides, like... All that shit, it really just resonates with me. So I'll leave you guys with one more water-related quote to just round out this episode. Kind of has to do with people-pleasing. There comes a time when you have to stop crossing oceans for people who wouldn't even jump puddles for you. I thought that that was cute. That one's kind of cheesy, but it's true. Make sure that the people in your life have your back and maybe even open up to them and be like, hey, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z. Can you help me? Or hey, I just want to let you know that I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z and I just need you to to be there for me. Or maybe I don't need advice, I just wanted to tell you that I'm struggling with this so maybe you understand where I'm coming from. I think communication is, if not A, it is the most important thing that you can do in any relationship, friendship, situation, situationship, maybe? I don't know. Just like tell people where you're at. Like we're not meant to do life alone and the second that we kind of like hole up in our bedrooms and say I'm struggling with this and there's nothing that anyone can do and like this is shitty and that's not working out for me and just you kind of go down this rabbit hole of like woe is me and that's never good. So maybe the purpose of me coming on the mic today and being like hey world's literally 20, 50,000 of you, I'm struggling with social media. That's literally my whole fucking life. I'm struggling with the fact that I don't want to post shit. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. I love you guys lots. Thanks for listening to me rant for the past 25, 30 minutes. I hope that you gained something from this episode. If you did, please be sure to leave a rate, leave a review. If you didn't gain anything from today's episode, try again next week. Love you guys. Talk to you later.